Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Is that good? Uh, yeah. Hello yeah. and welcome to I'll to the let Think me Tank, be the judge of that. The <clears> podcast <throat> where we come up with five sketch ideas. Mm. Yes, I'm, I'm Andy. Andy. No and idea. I'm Alistair George William Trombley Birchall. Mm. G'day. G'day, guys. Hi, mates. <laughs> Hang on, is 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 Tommy Dasolo now one of the hosts of two in the I tank? just shat my pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can do it all. We can do it all. You don't need those other podcasts. Yeah. Does, exactly. Does um, um Mark Marin still say he just shat his pants in all his episodes of <laughs> I wonder did he did he do did he do one of those ones that that coffee thing when Obama was there? That's it. That was the first thing I thought. It's the problem. I bet I bet he didn't. I bet he didn't have the courage. That's know? the problem. That's the problem with going legit. Mm. You know, mm. suddenly, suddenly, it, it feels harder to be yourself. Mm, totally. But I guess he did. He did get there by being himself. But then once he get there, once he got there, he I don't know if he felt like he could be himself. I don't think he did pow, I just shit my pants. <clears throat> mm. You know, that's the problem. Do you think that's yeah, the problem, I mean, Andy? I mean, I always thought it was very it was a very intense way to start a podcast. And maybe that, I think that was part of his early success. No, was he, the no, way he, in which he no he didn't say pow, I just shit my pants to start the podcast. Didn't he? No, 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 that was an ad for for this this yeah. like coffee co op. I know, but I feel start, like it was pretty say, early hey, on. Hey, what the fuckers? What the fuck, Nicks? Mm. What mm. the fuck, Canadians? What the fuck, a koi? Mm. Do you know what the but, fuck a koi one I was trying to do was just then? Um, was that like ir- ir- Iroquois? That's right. Indians. It was Iroquois. Andy. Yeah. <laughs> God, how often do you think about the Iroquois? Um. Or is it like Ukraine? Should it just be like Iroquois rather than the Iroquois? Yeah. uh, Look, I think I think anything I say at this point um, is is can't help me. I don't. I I, well, I'm I'm sorry to say, Alistair. I don't think about the Iroquois all that often. No, but Um, I mean, it seemed to be the very front of mind when when it came (laughs) to me and my what the fucks. I mean, it seems seems like you might be lying to the people. Could you be lying? I would never lie, especially not about my beloved Iroquois. Oh, gosh. So. Because now, because, I mean, if you were lying, then it means that now you're also lying about not lying, which mm. puts you in a very precarious position. It would be best to come forward now. <laughs> <laughs> Than to let this keep getting worse, Andy. Yeah, yeah. Come on, no, all right, come on. I, I, all right. I'll, I'll, I, I can't even remember what we were talking about, but I'd like just, to come clean. Just say, just say, I often think about the Iroquois. I often think about the Iroquois. Busted. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, Alistair, something that's personally relevant to me recently yeah. is that. I think I think there's this prejudice against people who sound sick, right? Like I had to do this voiceover on Monday, yeah, and yeah, yeah. I was incredibly fortunate that it fell within a window of, um, of 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 me of me not sounding sick, yeah. in a in a you know amidst a vast. It was a clearing in a vast forest 
of me yeah. sounding very sick. Sure, and sure, sure. Do you I, sound it, sick it, now? I think I do. I think I, yeah. well, I feel like I sound sick, and I think it, 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 I, I just got very fortunate with the way that the planets aligned for this gig on Monday. But I, you know, you watch movies, right? And the characters are almost never sick, or you know, the actors are almost they never, never sound sick. sick. They never sound sick, yeah. right? And I think we we're hiding this big, great part part of the human experience, yeah. where I think people are, you know. Um, oh, you want, you want to set a movie or a sketch where everybody's sick? <laughs> I think that's a. I think that's a very compelling that's, idea, yeah. right? It's 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 Mission Impossible, okay? And but this everybody's time, got, oh, everybody had the flu on the day of the big mission. The big, the big impossible <laughs> mission. The impossible mission. I mean, that could be playing into how impossible it is. Mm, mm. It was. It's. It was just a difficult mission, but and the impossibility it, came from within. This mission, so should, should you choose to accept it, you will need to take this revolver, this um, this sort of belt with a grappling hook attached to it, <laughs> right? And this injection of the flu virus. <laughs> so this message so, will uh, self-destruct uh, in five seconds. Are we saying that sometimes the impossible mission force, the IMF? Sometimes, because their bar is set so high for missions, they only do impossible missions. Sometimes, if they get assigned a mission that is merely difficult, they have to make it harder for themselves in order to reach the bar of impossibility. It's golf rules. You know, you got to. They get handicapped. They get handicapped (laughs) because one guy gets really good. And he's yeah. better than the others, but they need yeah. to like they need to keep the team working as if everybody is at the same level. And so the new well, I guy, think it's sort of like the, horse racing. They have to do it with like saddlebags on or whatever. Oh right. Oh well that's good too. I was I was thinking, you know, it's like the new guy, he's doing it perfectly healthy, right? Mm. Right? This young buck, right? But then you got the the guy who's at the top of his game, the bond. I guess you would say. Mm, sure. The bond. The, he's the bond of the him. The of the IMF. Mission Impossible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The James Bond, not uh, who was the guy who scammed Alan people in the Alan Bond, show? the uh, Australian businessman. Was it Arlen Bond? Alan, Alan. Oh, Alan Bond. Yeah, no, Arlen seemed wrong. Um, mm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, in, and, and in many ways it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And great instinct. Great instincts there, Al. Who was the guy from Mission Impossible? It was uh He's Ethan Hunt. Is Ethan his name. Hunt, yes. The Hunter. Um mm. he and he would be like, okay, so let's say the Bond would probably get the flu. Ethan Hunt would probably get, you know, polio. <laughs> and then and then there would be some people who'd been around for a while, but they haven't like been working at the elite level. Mm. And one would be given sort of coronavirus and then the other one would sort of get like, mm. you know, would just have like the strep virus. I think this is great. And I think a, you know, there's a lot of um, movies, uh, you know, action movies where they're trying to stop a virus being released yeah. <laughs> to destroy the world. But there's very few set after everybody's already contracted the virus and is just struggling to get through the uh, the day-to-day. And right. they're congested, you know, noses are streaming. I, I just picture them, like, in in the vents. Because I think what the, the problem with, like, being one oh. of these Mission Impossible people is is the amount of time you spend in these air, air conditioning vents. You're, you're absolutely right. <laughs> Yeah. And it's just and, and, dragging you know, being, yourself. <laughs> well, being in a room, you know, being in an environment that is air conditioned will really dry you out. Okay. But, yeah. you know, that's just being in the room. Imagine if you spend all your time in the actual vents themselves. I mean, exactly. you'd be a husk. Absolutely. Imagine, you know, you're dangling, you're dangling above this computer system with these <laughs> floors with the sensors and stuff, and yeah. your nose is a dripping. Mm. I I think that um, 
I want to write the first action movie that is set entirely in the vents. I love those scenes where they're crawling yeah. through, you know, sometimes oh. go crawling faster, sometimes crawling slower. Someone's coming around the corner. Oh, there's a big fan. There's so many twists and turns, quite literal oh, yeah. and yeah, metaphorical. That's right. Sometimes they go uh, down. That's the weird one. Have you, have you ever mm, seen that? Yeah, oh, yeah, I've that seen that. That seems weird. Why would they go down? You're all on one level. Yeah, oh, man, you yes, go where yes. the vents go. You just, just got to follow go, those like, vents. Yeah, it's like it's like you know, it's like it's like being on the sea. It's like being on a on one of those uh, you know one of those things. <laughs> mm. Oh yeah, I know what you oh, mean completely. It's like white white water rafting. You follow where the river goes. You know? Yes, it's like exactly. well, you know that's the thing. It's a, it's like being a riverboat captain. Mm. You see, and do you th- do you think that there's a, r- a rivalry between a riverboat captains and sea captains, ocean captains? Like, like do you think ocean captains think that all riverboat captains want to one day be one of them? Um, I I'm, I'm I think you're absolutely right, but I think that the riverboat captains probably, I think there's a good chance that they deal with more hazards as oh, riverboat yeah. captains. A lot and more, um, a lot more bogging opportunities. Bogging, <laughs> sure. <laughs> a lot more submerged things, though, as well. You know, branches and Andy, more rocks. submerged things than in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, you sound ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, oh, I'm not going to try. I'm not going to try. How are you going to recover from this? I'm not going to try. I'm not going to try. I'm just going to say, have you written down a movie where everybody is sick? Yeah, Mission Impossible, and, but they're too good, so they have to right. make them sick. That's not quite right, but it's like Mission Impossible, mm. but they're all sick, you know? Yeah. And then and then another one, which is a movie set entirely in the vents. Oh, yeah. Now, it's interesting that in those movies, those vents are never insulated. Have you noticed that? Uh, they're always just that tin shell of the vents. Now, if they're carrying air, surely they want to insulate that in some way. I, I guess they're just ventilation. They're not heating and cooling. Well, there, there'd That's be, there'd the be only explanation. <gasps> you think so? Yeah. I mean, the, I think there would be a point where you would actually get to that flexible ducting. Mm. You know, once mm, you get yeah. into the sort of into the, extre- into the extremities there, that... That flexible air conditioning duct. Yeah, yeah. You know? They're and never crawling through that, are they? <laughs> no, they're never. I mean, but if they, you know, because, but you could picture, you know, there's relatively big flexible duct. So there could mm. be a point where they did get to that and then they got stuck and then they broke off the vent and then they're stuck crawling around in this thing like a caterpillar. <laughs> right? I love it. You know, and I don't yeah. like. I mean, what what do you picture is the reason why they're entirely stuck in the vent? I think that would be a great scene in a movie where somebody's in one of those entirely flexible vents, and the whole thing tears off, right? Yeah. And they fall to the ground, they land, and they're surrounded by bad guys. Oh, right? oh so you picture it being just free in the stand, like an open roof. It could be. And it was just flexible duct there, and then they and then they uh, fall in because it wouldn't yeah. have a lot of strength to hold it up like no, that flexible no, duct. Exactly, exactly, yeah, exactly. So I'm picturing for the purpose of this scene, I'm picturing that right. They fall to the ground there. They're in that tube, and then they sort of they hitch it up like their skirts, and they try and run away. Oh yeah, I guess. And they got and then a they lot run of, they, around they got, the corner. Somebody comes chasing after them, right? And then they they stand there like a column. Oh, that's, you know, that would be clever. Column, they disappear. Yeah, or like you know, or they could they 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 keep running, but mm. they 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 can only see down. They can only see the bottom because they've still got this big length over their head. Mm. Right. <laughs> yeah. So the only the only way that they can see properly is down down their belly and onto between the between their legs. Yeah. And they look they look on the ground and they notice like the the linings of. Like a basketball court, the lines on a basketball court. And they realize <laughs> oh, right. they're in the gymnasium, sure. and they're in a bigger open space. Right? That's a great. Can- that's a great. Um, uh, you know, in terms of a recognizable floor, 
Yeah. You've done incredibly well to <laughs> to nominate one of the few, like, inarguably recognisable sure. floor coverings that yeah, we you will experience. You, you wouldn't 100% be able to tell exactly where you are on the basketball court unless you know basketball very well, right? mm. which which this character does. <laughs> and, but then they can hear the footsteps of, uh, of baddies running towards them. Mm. And they've got this extra length of... Uh, of flexible ducting over their head kind of dang you know going up and then dangling over and it's quite a mm. long amount and they realize that they're going to have to whip their head back and forth in order to use it as a flail as some kind of weapon <laughs> some kind of like you know swinging weapon and they can go sure. like that and they're kind of like attempting to use their ears you know the, the the ears, the 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 body's biggest sexual organ, mm. um, and and <laughs> to uh, to hear these baddies and sort of uh, hit them with these things so that then they have a chance to eventually get out. Mm, sure, and as Maybe they whip escape. it around, I imagine it could could make a really pleasing deep kind of whistling oh, yeah. noise. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh yeah, that would be yeah. very soothing. I Maybe mean, they could. Put the guys the, to sleep. Um, uh, or girls. That, you know, not that, all henchmen are men. That, what, is, what does hench mean? What does the hench mean in that scenario? Mm, hench. To be yeah, a that's henchman. True. What are, uh, we, don't, we don't hench. There's no question. other use of the word hench. Does hench, to, to hench, does that mean to help? Does that just mean to be oh, like well, a, a I supporter? Know to, I, know or to, a, I know to be a mensch, people consider that to be quite a good mm, thing. Sure. Uh, hench, strong, fit, and having well-developed muscles. That's a, it typically feels like an urban, a, urban dictionary type um, definition, there, right? There's nothing fun. No, this is like proper Google um, definition here. Oh. It says, there's, it says for, it's from Oxford Languages. And it says, here's the example. There's nothing funnier than seeing a really hench guy walking a tiny dog. Hmm. Okay, so maybe that's why they're called henchmen, because they're sort of strong yeah. men. Oh, I see. Wow, but not a- we got to a really decent and reasonable explanation there very quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So apologies for that. <laughs> I, I, Alistair, in your scenario, the fact that it was a basketball court almost played no role in the scenario in the end, did it? No, like but you, I mean... You, I, you, you I painted such it- a beautiful picture in my mind, and then it became... Well- well, Andy, how about this? Suddenly, they're whipping this thing around. They're hitting balls off the rack. Mm. The balls are hitting off the walls, and then they're 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 you know, these are projectiles that are getting swung at these henchmen sure. and sure. women, and and then they keep swinging, and you keep hitting them again. It's almost like a game of blind pinball. Yep. No, but, I mean it's it's you 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 brought it. You brought it home but, there, but you got to think about this this thing in a in the sort of the grander scheme of the whole movie, and because it, this suggests that they're either in a sporting facility of some sort yeah. or probably in a private school, one of those maybe maybe like a maybe a prestige university. Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, as soon as you say that they've got a whole rack there that's just like laden with all these basketballs, I, I definitely think, well, their funding is secure. Whatever this institution that's is, right. they're doing okay. The fact that Maybe. they're able to have – they don't even have to lock away the basketballs at the end of a training session. No, that's how well they're doing. Yeah. We're talking very high socioeconomic – you well, know, I, probably- we, I think from just from that fact, we could probably reverse engineer most of the plot of the film, right? Yeah. That this is this kind of a – you know, um, an August, you know, this is a very Ivy League rich institution here. Now this person who's crawling around in the vents, okay, they've probably, um, I, they sound to me like they could be They're a... St- um, stealing research a, probably. Could be stealing research from the university's, uh, yeah, um, lab. Now this person, we know they know a lot about basketball because they were able to recognise... <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. The floor thing here. So maybe there's some sort of program going on at this this school to build like super basketballers using some oh, kind yeah. of you know, some 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 drug um, yes. that they're injecting or, into their or players. Breeding people based on the purity of their blood. 
Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Not um, nice in that I think that that's a good idea. No. Don't I get mean, me we, wrong. We, yeah, yeah. I mean, we don't know whether or not these people are evil or whether they're right in any way. Mm. I mean, that's the thing is that like, if you imagine a group of like Mission Impossible people, but they, they're they a part of a far right, um, you know, troop of some sort, mm. right? Yeah. So then, then they're basing all of their stealing of research decisions off of, um, you know, off of probably misinformation of somebody who's misread a document mm. and and they're like oh that means that this university which is probably too woke for them mm. uh is is attempting to do you know something to create something for humans and they're going to steal it so they could do something else but that's more evil i think that this would actually be a very fun film to write it's a film where your heroes are have be, like have been completely consumed by oh, look maybe this wouldn't be maybe this you would end up writing something that is unwatchable and 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 unjustifiable but the idea of people who are completely consumed with this conspiracy world and believe it but then are trying to no look I'm, I take this back. I'm just describing the Capitol Hill riots or that guy who took a gun into that pizza cosmic pizza place or, or yeah, something. Yeah, I know, but but I think I think it actually is a very good um, a good setup for a thing because a lot of good movies are based on some misunderstanding, and so it starts mm. with a big misunderstanding, mm. like those yeah. people who will who will look like at a Bill Gates. Um, website and see that it, he says that all oh, the population will be like a billion less in the so, so many years and so they're like he's saying on this website that he's gonna kill kill people. a billion people <laughs> possibly with his bare hands yeah um, um yeah so i, just I have mean to go look, deal know, with something something. i think indiana may, may not have heard no, sorry, I'll be right back. No, that's all right. And I, um, it's all right because as, as the listeners know, I've been bringing a lot to the podcast so far. So I've absolutely um, got this, you know, uh, very much uh, under control. Um, what was I thinking about earlier before we started? I was imagining something about public transport and I was imagining... Um, Mm, yeah, I was imagining if uh, jumbo jets, which are basically the buses of the sky, if they operated on the same principle as um, normal buses and the fact that they would be taking off and landing and taking off and landing every, um, you know, every... 500 meters or something through a busy street while people get on and off this and um, is, this is, i guess wait, they'd be wait, so this is jumbo jet minibuses oh no jumbo. yeah I, I think it's just jumbo jets but as buses so you know you're taking them off and landing them a very short flights throughout the city I imagine they, smashing over go, a lot of things and you know do, do they go oh yeah do they go to the incredible altitudes that's a good question. I don't think that they would I I think that I don't think they'd be able to. I don't think it's realistic that they would get that kind of height. I think they're yeah. just on a main road and making these short hops and and yeah. yes, just smashing and destroying a lot of stuff. Um but this is like was this like a populist that's put this in? A guy who's promised, um, we're not going to be, nobody under my, mm. you know, this is a, you know, populist who's, you know, this is basically the, uh, the shared, um, shared public transport version of, mm. I'm going to put Coca-Cola in the fountains, in the water fountains, you know, yeah. big promise. Um, yeah. You know, nobody's um, riding on buses anymore, like chumps, we're all riding mm. on jumbo jets. Yeah, I, I think that's definitely one way it could have gone. 
It you know I I love an alternative universe and I love a you know a, a sort of a steampunk type thing. I guess this is a a world in which we invented planes, we but maybe never invented cars, and okay. so planes you know like um. But I mean, uh, I think you want to you want to have the planes have... have evolved to occupy every transport niche, no, but and I think so you... there are th- planes that do the role of buses. I know, but I think you want cars in this world because it creates it creates much more mess. You're right. With, it does with create the, jumbo, the chaos. <laughs> with the jumbo jets. You know, I, I think th- I think they invented cars, but they never invented buses. I think you could it might be an interesting experiment to um get a computer yeah. that um and, and what you do is you train it with cars, right? And you get it to model traffic photorealistic, like just incredibly high levels of detail of modeling traffic. And then one day you just swap out all the car models in its memory banks for aeroplanes of different sizes. Yeah. And you just watch it try and run its model with aeroplanes instead of cars. Now, that's not a sketch idea. No, no. I guess it's more of a prank that you could play on a computer. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I I did come across a guy just recently on social media who basically just like he just he looks at these models of cars driving under certain gravity conditions and then crashing, and then he goes, "All right, let's see if I would survive in these crashes on like in the gravity on the Jupiter and on the Moon and things like that and on Earth." And then no matter how bad the crashes, he goes, "Yeah, I'd survive that." <laughs> <laughs> That's an incredible, um, yeah. I love love whatever that is that's that happening is. there. Yeah, 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 I think that would be a great um, advertising campaign for that guy. For for I don't know, no, well, for some sort of um, car company. Oh yeah, would be to um, send it onto another planet. S- send a couple of cars to another planet and crash them there. And well, like if you were releasing a new like four-wheel drive all-terrain vehicle Mm. right Mm. and then you said and then you were like okay what we're gonna do is we're gonna shoot it into jupiter Mm. with this incredible like camera system to be able to watch it go through jupiter yeah and then crash into it and crash into uh, whatever's in there (laughs) whatever's in there find out you know, and and, yeah. and show how its suspension can handle it. Ah, oh, that would be yeah. You know yeah. how good would That's that be? So compelling. Yeah. Um, you know, they say it's an all-terrain vehicle. What about well, gas? <laughs> all gas is a terrain. Yeah, <laughs> Jupiter, that's a terrain. You know, like because I mean. Could all right? Can it handle going three hundred thousand kilometers an hour and mm. flying through a through gas the giant? dense um, hydrogen atmosphere of uh, of a gas giant? Yeah. Oh, is it hydrogen? Do you think? Could you just hit a spark there and it would just go up? No, because I don't think there's oxygen there. That's the thing. Oh, you know what if you what if it is it BYO oxygen? I think it might be if you want to. If you want to set fire to the atmosphere, it might not be a hydrogen atmosphere, but I just have a feeling, yeah. given that it's a gas giant and hydrogen is by an enormous amount margin the most abundant gas yeah. in the universe, I'm assuming that, that a lot of it is hydrogen. What's your second guess of what what is mostly there? Uh, are you looking it up right now? Uh, no, I haven't yet, but... Okay, uh, my second guess. Now, I know that methane is a surprisingly common, but no, it'll be ammonia. It'll be NH4. Alistair? Yeah? Break it to me gently. Well, what is so the far gas it just says makeup? Of- it says it's similar to that of the sun, mostly hydrogen and helium. Hmm. So, I okay. mean... I got nothing else to tell you right now, but I mean, why yeah. is it got, why is it brown and then yellow and things like that? Yeah, it's got that a, doesn't make sense, does it? A bit more. There's in there, something right else there. going on there. Hey, there's that here, red bit. Here's the thing. I was, you know, I've I've talked to you about um, ethanol in petrol. Uh, you I, may have done, yeah, right? Because I was like, 
it doesn't make sense. It never made sense to me that this thing that's just a tiny, you know, a cent cheaper or sometimes like five cents cheaper or whatever. Um, I was like, but it's got ethanol in it. So, it's, so it can have up to 10% ethanol in yep. it, right? And then they make it cheaper. Okay, I was like, okay, but I'm pretty sure there's probably going to be less energy in ethanol than there is in petrol, whatever. What What is the hydrocarbon in petrol? What is the, do you know? I don't know what it is either. Uh, anyway. I, I don't know what the molecules are. No, I don't anyway. know what we're talking about here. So it turns out ethanol has 30% less energy than, right. than petrol, right? So that means that when... If, if there's 10% in there, that means that you're getting 3% less energy than you would. Now, yes. I calculated it today and I did get something that was about four cents less. For some reason, I bought the ethanol one and I was, I was being, I was annoyed already just as I was filling up. <laughs> yeah. Right. And so, and this is right before I did the research again. And so, so it's 3% less energy and it was maybe like two, two and a half percent cheaper. Yeah. Right? So it's not a big loss, but it also means that I have to fill up my car again 3% sooner. Mm. Mm. Oh, right? and now this is starting to sound bad. So Can I tell I, you some more, actually, some more information actually, that you won't there's, like? There's actually, I, I so far cannot find a single benefit to, to, fill it, to having the ethanol thing. But yeah, tell me more facts because I'm ready to be more angry. Well, okay, here's the benefit of the ethanol thing, and this is why they do it, right? It's because that's a biofuel, so that comes from like cane sugar or something like that or maybe corn. I would, I would be surprised if they still do get it from that, but I can imagine initially that's where they were doing it, right? Because it was well, pushing up you, food prices. Where would, you, where would you say that they're getting it from? Well, I, I just imagine it would be part of the refining process of crude no, oil. Et- Ethanol is not part of the refining process. Ethanol is like that's a organic chemical that you get from plants and shit, right? Right. right so right. it so is a biofuel. The breakdown so, of and cellulose. This is, this is this is one of the reasons that they're burning the Amazon, by the way, so that they can grow this stuff, so that it we it we have less <laughs> um, emissions. You know, novel carbon emissions. I mean, it's still the same number of emissions, but because it's being taken out of the atmosphere by the stuff that's growing, it's you know. It's circular in that way. But I'm convinced, and I don't have anything to back this up, that by making that stuff, um, it would be much more expensive to produce than petrol. So the only reason that they are then able to offer it as a cheaper product at the pump must be because the fuel excise on it as as a more sustainable fuel is cheaper so the government is subsidizing it basically so in some so you're it's being subsidized by tax by paying taxes so if you are getting that half a percent that you calculated benefit in the cost that's probably being subsidized by to a huge extent by extra payment um from subsidies and government sort of stuff I lost interest in what I was saying, and uh, no, but, but I'm very mean, focused. But, was it, but, but it was mostly speculation. It's mostly speculation, but I think it's you know I but, think it's but it's, it's got to be the justifiable way in which it could be possibly be cheaper, something yeah, that is more expensive to, to to make. Yes. Um, yes. So, is there a sketch in this? <laughs> um. um I mean, it feels like, you know, it's like the big short, right? It's going to have to be one of those ones where you do a lot of explaining. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll right? be a sketch a lot like the big short. I it'll mean, the, the first thing sh- that came to mind yeah. is, the you know how hi- like... It'll be called the big hydrocarbon. Okay. Yeah, good. <laughs> um, the the thing that comes to mind is, you know how people say, like when you can pay, complain to a um, a low-level employee... Yeah, and people are like they're not making any of these decisions. They're, um, you know, they're just doing a job. Why are you yeah. making their day harder? Well, is there any way we can spin that <laughs> and do a twist on that, where it is that low-level employee's fault? It turns out that they secretly were the one who um, proposed, campaigned for, and profits from the entire 
ethanol-based fuel. Well, yeah, but they're, they're just on the down low. They're, they're somehow doing the whole thing on the down. They, the, a lot of the people in the company, they don't know where all this ethanol is coming from. <laughs> who's they're who's just, pulling all the strings? Who's pulling the strings? It's just money is just somehow leaving their bank account <laughs> and then ethanol is appearing. Um, big barrels of it and they're like well I guess we better pour it into here and we've tried we spent so much money trying to get to the bottom of this that it's pushing up the price of the ethanol uh, yeah I don't know if there's a sketch in it unfortunately <gasps> Andy I thought that the low level employee thing was going to be a thing that works okay okay if you think so Alistair I mean I'm I'm always just living in fear of disappointing you by trying to push for something that isn't that you don't feel as a sketch, I mean, but if you feel the, it could the be a sketch. The that I was talking there should have signaled some enthusiasm <laughs> for the idea. I'll take it. I mean, I understand that only yes means yes, but you, I mean, I should have said yes, Andy. I what about apologize. this as a job, right? Yeah. A thing that you can do in the, like, instead of um, ethanol fuel, right? Yeah. What if when you get onto a road, okay, there's a whole lot of ropes moving along the road, along the side of the road, right? And you can hook your car up to one of those ropes yeah, and get pulled along. Not yeah. pulled along very hard, but pulled along just some small percentage, right? You know, an extra 2 3% of thrust. And where that comes from is that that rope goes all the way to somebody's house, okay? And somebody's just sitting there in the living room, Pulling. As a side hustle, in their downtime, while they're watching TV, they're pulling on this rope. Okay? And, everybody, and everybody could have a bit of rope. And then they, everybody if they could want. have a bit of rope, and you can pull on it any time you want. It's sort of like Uber, but for pulling on things. But you just pull. Could there be a way of combining the ropes? Like I'm sure there is with pulleys and shit like that. We could all be working together. But, you know, but you I'm just sure put we could do some sort to. of analysis. and Exactly, <laughs> exactly. Just in your downtime, you could be pulling in just a just a little bit, right? We could do the analysis, and I reckon I'm going to just go out on a limb. I'm going to say thirty percent of all mechanical industry involves yeah. pulling, pulling it's of just some kind, mostly pulling. And people can do that. Everybody can pull. You've got arms. You, you can, can pull. pull. Okay, and you can you you know a lot of the time. Pull it. Your your arms are idle. You know you're doing thinking work, or you're not yeah. even working at all. You're mostly looking it's with a, your working with your eyes sometimes, especially for a computer. Okay, this is just you know, and you you could have one hand just for pulling, and then through this system of ropes, yes. it's all ropes. I'm picturing big old hemp ropes. Yeah, oh, well, running. I don't know what hemp rope, but I'm I'm picturing big ropes. Yeah, big thick ropes. Running through these, you know, systems of pulleys all over the city. Okay, everywhere you go, you just give a little pull, and you're earning. If you're pulling, you're earning money. This is you have a little you know app, you log on. You know what this is, Andy? This is rope yeah. punk. This is rope punk. <laughs> well, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if this is a punk thing. Oh, I mean, I, I understand why you say that, Alistair. Yeah, but for yeah. me, the 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 core of this is 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 <laughs> is a, a spin on a sharing economy. Yeah, it is. You know, but gig Andy, economy Andy, type it was thing. A, it was a populist, and he was like, "I'm bringing ropes back," and people are like, "Yeah, just <laughs> you know, these are these are just regular people, Andy. These are the, these are yeah. salt of the earth people. They love rope." Oh, it's something they remember understand, ropes, isn't it? Remember, yeah. remember ropes. Remember when, if you wanted to to, to move a thing, you used a rope. Just pull on it with a rope. I think. I mean, Alistair, this is now my favorite <laughs> bit of the idea. <laughs> I want to ditch everything else, and I love this. This, <laughs> this, and you. This is your second populist pitch of the episode. I know. Well, Andy, Andy, let me I, tell you, the, the other one as, you didn't. as the uh, currently the only audience for this. Yeah. I'm loving this new populist thing you've got going and it's very popular with me. Yeah. And <laughs> remember a, remember sketches about populists who would bring <laughs> things back? Yeah. 
I'm bringing that back. But I actually, I probably would be sucked into and vote for a politician who promised to bring back ropes. Yeah, the absolute target demographic for it. I mean, whenever somebody ties things down on a trailer with one of those strap things, I'm like, what happened to ropes? I know, you're exactly people who think that they're connected to their hands in some way and that they should use Mm -hmm. them. No way. (laughs) No way I'm falling for that. I'm starting... (laughs) I'm I'm going to be part of the resistance, and which is people using pocket knives. <laughs> Alistair, I reckon that you would, um, you're going to be one of those first people to sign up to become a being of pure energy. When they refine that technology yeah. and you're able to transcend your physical form, you yeah. are going to be right there. Well, you know what's going to be great about not having any muscles? <laughs> Is that there's yes. no chance that you will be tense. Well, unless you are tense at the moment at which they they transform you into being of pure energy, and then that tension is probably going to be part of your essence for eternity. Andy, 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 think about this. Yes. I am solid. Even if I'm yes. at my most relaxed, right? Even if I'm at my most loosey-goosey, there is no chance that when I become energy, a thing that is even more loosey-goosey than gas, right? There's no chance that I am going to be in any way tense. No, I disagree. Because I think that uh, in turning you into a being of pure energy, we need to be able to identify the essence of what it is that is you, okay, and transform that. That is the thing that will be preserved. Now, what is that thing? Well, that is a series of brain patterns, okay, that reflect your experience of your internal and external world. And if part of those patterns and part of that internal world is your feeling of tension, then that will be encoded into those patterns. When those patterns are transformed into pure energy, the patterns yeah. will go with it and the experience of tension will be with you for eternity. But think about this though, Andy. <laughs> I'm a being of pure energy, so I'm probably traveling at the speed of light. <laughs> right? Yeah. So first of all, I will not even experience the passage of time until I'm doing something. And then I think I will be too distracted <laughs> to even think about how I'm feeling because I'll be doing something and then I'll bounce off and then I won't even experience time again until I'm doing something again. <laughs> and so I think sure. I'm going to be too busy to be tense. Um, it's interesting. Yeah, because, I mean, you think about it, right? If there is a beam of light that is hitting us from those galaxies that the James Webb telescope has just seen, mm. right, from 13 billion years ago, yeah, they are hitting this James Webb telescope. That's the first knowledge that they get that they've anything's happened since the Big Bang. For them? Yeah. Isn't that interesting? The, so well, for they light, left that star. I mean, but light would then, if they don't experience, if light doesn't tra- experience time when it's traveling, then it wouldn't experience the travel at all, would it? It, would, it, it wouldn't experience space. Yeah. From its point of view, there would be no distance between two things that it interacts with. Yeah, because maybe there isn't. <laughs> Fuck, Alistair. I like this. Yeah. I'm sure right. that. Physicists are all over it, yeah. But I just got a little thrill of we might have yeah, just yeah. discovered something. Well, because it's it's like it's like uh, you know in movies when you know nobody goes to the bathroom, right? <laughs> that's, <laughs> yeah. what that's what it's like. Or has a for, cold. Yeah, yeah. That's what it's like for light all the time. There's it's all the good stuff. <laughs> none of the stuff in between. None of the fucking around kind of garbage. It's all of the. It's all destination. No journey. First, um, look, I don't even know what the sketch is here, but first, being of pure energy, talking about the benefits. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I mean, what if, I think there's a good sketch in which it's a, it's a sitcom. Yeah. Right? 
where, you know, and you know the classic sitcom thing is that like there's um, the lazy husband, there's the beautiful but uptight wife, you know, that kind of thing. Oh, yeah, yeah, But, you know, it's a classic sitcom but one of the people in the family is the first person to become a being of pure energy. So it's all your standard family hijinks and dynamics but the husband has become this creature of pure energy and it is playing havoc with their relationship. Yeah, They can't get along. Like I could imagine that there would be some hurdles to overcome. Mm. Um, because he's always going. So he's he's so, so fast paced, isn't he? <laughs> well, possibly. I mean, I think that might be. I think the details of it we'll have to work on, and we might even have to basically just replace him with a sort of a glowing orb. Yeah, just right? a light bulb on a on a, on a wire. <laughs> exactly <laughs> right. Yeah, um, we'll work that out with the the, the set. You know, the art department. Um, But, you know, think of all the classic stuff like she wants him to empty the bins and that that, kind of thing. He's like, baby, I'm a being of pure (laughs) energy. Exactly. Well, it didn't seem like that in bed last night. Something like that, you know, (laughs) the classic. Ow. (laughs) That's somebody talking, complaining to me. Yeah, no, that's good. I think a sitcom also where everybody's called Al and hey, can everybody. I, can I <laughs> it's called tell Call you, Me Al. Can I, can I tell like, you a, a funny moment that happened yesterday at my house? I was listening to a bit of comedy, somebody performing in New Zealand. Um, mm. I forget the guy's name, but he he did. You would, you, you'd probably remember this guy. He used to, he was from the UK and he did like a, a hospital radio show. Anyway, I oh. Ivan Ivan Brack, Brackenbury, something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. And then while I'm listening to it, he goes. So what? What? what basically, what it is is that he sets it up uh, by saying, "Oh, this person, uh, you know, I'm sending out a a big, you know, hello to this person who's got this condition." Uh, you know, they lost their fingers, or whatever, and then and then they play a song, and the lyrics will be a joke, or make the mm. whole thing a joke, right? Anyway, and so then he goes, and this one goes out to Alistair, who is experiencing, um, <laughs> who's experiencing um, pre, uh, what is it? Fucking hell. Um, Pre, no, what's what's the thing when you come too fast? Premature ejaculation. He's experiencing premature ejaculation, and then Indiana from the other room says, "Is he talking about you?" <laughs> <laughs> not, not in a joke way. No. <laughs> but. I think it a not in a joke way was because she just thought, you know, you never hear of anybody else called Alistair. But, yeah. But I want you to know, it, I had a very funny time. I had a good time yeah. enjoying that. Uh, <laughs> uh, Andy, we've had, come up with had, five ske- sketch <laughs> ideas. We've had a great time, right? You would agree with that, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, thanks for not Alistair. leaving me hanging there, Andy. Um, well, we've got, Three words from a listener, Andy. Now, I don't know if you know this, but we have listeners. And one of them is called Poo-Poo Bum Bum Man. Poo-Poo Bum Bum Man. Um, yeah, the Poo-Poo Bum 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 Man. I hope one day Poo-Poo uh, I, Bum Bum Man <laughs> reveals themselves. Although I think they may have at one point and then I've just forgotten. Would well, you be in any way interested in finding out who Poo-Poo Bum Bum Man is? Unmasking I, the Bum Bum Man? I, I think... I don't think you um uh, I don't think you unmask. I think you dack a bum bum man. You do you do but, dumb, dack a bum um, bum. Man. I think I'd like to find out possibly on my deathbed. I yeah. I poo poo bum bum man. If you ever find out that I'm ill, um, if you if the if if your identity could be the thing that I discover in my final moment, uh, I think uh, I'd actually really like that. Yeah, I mean, I think I'm probably set up. To be the person to make that happen for him, 
Um, so it looks like it's going to be a fair bit of work for me and I got to time this pretty well. Can you yeah. try and die in a predictable way? Could could you make sure that you choose how you die? You know, for whatever. What, what about Alistair? Say it's that you for and dignity I both... reasons, but really it's just <laughs> to help me out. Alistair, you and I both know how I'm going to die. It's crossing oh. the road. <laughs> well, yeah, it's either crossing the road or sawing something. Or both. No, that's how I'm going to lose the fingers <laughs> yeah. on one arm. Oh, that's true. Yeah, yeah. Crossing the road is arrogantly crossing the road. Yeah. Is how you are uh, going to die. Yeah. Okay. So, well, well, then. And you'll probably be there. So, yeah, it's yeah. true. Laughing at first. <laughs> oh, my right. God. I watched this video yesterday. God. It was a bit, it was a bit horrific, but I, I also find it funny, right? It was two guys robbing a vape shop, right? Okay. And this yep. guy kind of is like <clears throat> the guy who's behind the counter is kind of being a bit, a bit like coy at first. He's like, "Why are you guys wearing those masks like that?" Like he doesn't know what's going on. Right? <laughs> and he's a young guy. He's probably like younger than us. Yeah. Right? And then one guy kind of steals the tip jar and he goes, "Ah, oh, just take the money, but leave the leave the coins because I need the like the, I need that change." Right? <laughs> he's being very practical. But then mm. the guy, another guy, one of the guys reaches over and grabs something else, probably something more expensive, right? And so then he kind of starts to run away. But then the other guy, the shorter guy, jumps like over the over the counter. Now, this is where the horrible bit comes in. Okay. The guy who's behind the counter grabs something. It may be a knife. It may be something just sharp. And he really just starts stabbing, <laughs> stabbing this guy, <laughs> right? Like... <laughs> Like quite quickly, and the guy who's <laughs> the guy who's behind the counter, and this is the, that's obviously the horrible part. But the guy, <laughs> the, guy the guy who jumped over the counter, yeah, yeah, the guy who jumped over the counter is going, "Ah, oh, jeez, I'm dead, I'm dead." Ah, <laughs> oh, God, like that, <laughs> like he's he's realizing what's happened. You know, straight oh, away. No. He's like <laughs> And he's basically then he then he just like he kinda just <laughs> Then he kinda is just like, all right, he kinda like submits essentially. And then the guy kinda like drops him outside of the lock area. But then when I looked up an ad like a like a I looked up a, a news story about it because I mm. I was like, God, I hope this guy was okay. <laughs> Cause that was awful in a way. But you know, but also a little bit funny. Anyway, there was no news on how he's how that guy's doing, but he was in hospital. <laughs> I love that there's audio of this. Oh well, yeah, because he's got. Oh, I'm dead. That's it. Oh, I'm dead. <laughs> like he was like regretting it instantly. He's like, I shouldn't have robbed this thing. I'm getting stabbed. This is awful. I mean, did he have a weapon? I don't know. I don't think so. I'm not sure. Huh. If he did, he wasn't using it very well. Maybe he's like a he's like a a, a a person in a band who says my voice is my instrument. <laughs> maybe, <laughs> maybe he thought. Yeah. Maybe he his was, voice is his think, weapon. Would you say that he was robbing that place a cappella? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 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 Isn't that interesting? Martial yeah. arts really is the a cappella version. Yeah. Of, of, I'm just going to write farting. that out of that idea, robbing it a cappella. You've got to put that in a stand-up bit. <laughs> he was just there and all he had was his voice. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing oh. it a cappella. I'm dead. <laughs> oh, I don't need a gun. I hope he pulls through. I think we should just do a full podcast series on that guy. <laughs> find out who he is. Find out, and then, and then, uh, you know, how his life got to that point, and then how he's recovering from there. Mm, Hopefully, yeah. he recovers. I think we should also do a podcast, full podcast series, where it's just us watching video. <laughs> 
of robberies. Yeah. CCTV of robberies. Andy, that's probably very doable. And reacting to it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's us reacting to robberies. Mm. I think, look, Andy, I would do that with you. I mean, I know that we say we should do a podcast a lot about various things, but I would do that with you, Andy. Um, do you think, from do you now think on, like, Alistair, we're exclusively doing financially rewarding podcasts. Okay. We're only doing ones that are going to really Going to be huge. It. Yeah. Well, then we may as well make this one a video podcast because people are going to want to see our faces. Yeah. Okay. Now, can Alistair, I take... Alistair, we have some words from Poo Poo Bum Bum Man. Yeah, Poo Poo Bum... Oh, so you're going Bum Bum Man. Bum Bum Man. I, I just bum. like to roll it together. Okay, yeah, sorry. All right. Do you want to try and guess what the words are? Yeah, the first word is owl. Owl? Owl. Yes. Jeez, you were close in the number of letters. It was actually two <laughs> two letters rather than three, but you were close. Um, it was the it's the first word is my, my yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, second word back, my back? back. Yeah. No, 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 and you're really far away in terms of the number of letters. Oh no. Yeah. The second word is favorite. Uh, is the third word molder, my favorite molder? Molder, M-U-L-D-E-R? Yes. No. Damn. The third word is son. My favorite son. Yeah. Speaking of. <laughs> yeah. Do Andy? I have a favorite son? Well, not do you have. Which one is it? <laughs> <laughs> um i i i genuinely don't think i have a favorite son i think i have a son at the moment who probably i am closest to yeah right. i have a son who i find the most entertaining yeah and i have another son who i find the most impressive but <laughs> Yeah, I, I, yeah, and I think uh, it's best if you don't outline which one of those, yeah, which one or yeah. which. Yeah, no, I won't. And it, but it, you know, it constantly know, but, evolves. But the closest one is not the one you're impressed, the most impressed by, or no, uh, no. or the other thing. Yeah. Um, all right, so my favorite son. Hmm. You see, the thing is that there's no other word. For, there's no no other meaning for favorite. Is there? Um, well, I mean, I guess there's favorite in the sense of, you know, racing and that sort of oh, thing yeah, yeah, about yeah, who you think is most gonna, likely to, gonna win. to win. Mm. Yeah, yeah. And I guess that's probably and, what also being most impressed with one is like, right? Um, the most impressive one. Yes. Like is it, but but it so. could also just be, I mean, you could be most impressed with one that you think very low of and that is actually yeah. achieving standard you know even minimum standards mm, indeed That's true. indeed um yeah my favorite son um I, I mean i guess uh would it be a could there be a game show in which um you get families on and yeah. you do get you know groups of children yeah. to Compete to see who is the best. I mean, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, or like you know, it's it's for families with three kids or or more. Mm. And you, I guess, you handicap them all for age. You know, balancing out yep. their age. Yep. Yep. And then you actually find out which is the best kid. Mm. And then that think- one gets sent to a special school and <laughs> gets to live with a rich family. Oh, that's nice. They actually leave the family. <laughs> um, I think I, mean, I think um what about this? Right. Yeah. It's the parents, the, the parents I think they don't have to still be in a relationship, right? Yeah. But you get the parents and the parents actually have to oh Oh, this is good. This is the concept, right? Yeah. It's exclusively divorced parents, right? Yeah. So, but you have to get them together on the show 
the the divorced parent. So that then there's a, a competition that their children have to compete in. The divorced parents have to place bets on which child they think will win, at, or like pick whichever favorite child they think will win, and then whichever parent's favorite child wins, that parent gets the money. I think this is such a beautifully sick. Yeah, and do system. they get? Do they get? Um... Custody. custody of the kids? No. Well, I mean, I'm picturing I mean, it as adult. I'm picturing it's adult children as well. Oh, oh well, there because there is there is also like, you know, a certain like part of that would be it shows a certain attention that you've paid to your kids. You know. Oh, look, maybe but, some of it can but, be dumb luck. Yeah, some of it can be dumb luck, but also you know sometimes if you haven't paid um, attention to your kids in the right way, they might become. Um, you know, extremely cutthroat or resourceful, or you know, yeah, but nothing you worse to... than a resourceful kid. You know, but, but, who really fails. But did, did, don't you have to pick which one will be most resourceful or something like that? Is that what the idea was? Yeah, yeah you have to try and um, yeah, estimate, guesstimate. Okay, you know, you're right. Yeah. Maybe you know, through through inattention, they've realized mm. that they can that they're they're more driven through spite to 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 beat their parent. Yeah, no, you're right. I think the show is called Playing Favorites. I think this is a really good idea. Yeah. What how should I write it down? Divorced parents. And then and then at the end you reveal which parent voted for which kid. Oh my god. <laughs> so you get they all go to dinner together, right? Yeah. You reveal which parent voted for which kid. Um you reveal which kids won um to everybody. And then, then they all have to sit there and eat dinner together. Andy, I've forgotten what the idea was. It's, so it's, it's called rich. playing favorites. It's a competition to see which where divorced parents bet on which child is the best. I think that's. I think that's really like. There's a lot of fucked up game shows out there. And I can, yeah. Oh, Alistair. Alistair, come on. Come on. Yeah, 101.56. When did you stop? <laughs> as long as we've still got the thing. That's good. No, okay, Alice Well, they can't hear me waiting to hear you say them, but I don't... Okay, so everybody, Alistair's recording has stopped. He's now going to tell me the sketch ideas and I'm going to repeat them to you. Okay, the first one is Mission Impossible, but they are sick. They're too good, so they have to handicap themselves by making them sick. Yep, that's right. Okay, next one. (laughs) Movie, but they're all in what? They're all in the vets. It's an entirely vet-based movie. It's the movie event of the summer. It's the vent event of the summer. All right. Alt-right Mission Impossible team. I feel like we came up with this idea just a couple of weeks ago, but I, I love it. Now, jumbo jets used as buses. This is, could be, this is the first populist. <laughs> this is the first populist idea. Yeah. Low level employee that is responsible for the big problem. It is their fault, and you are complaining to the right person. Ah, the pulley rope system. This is rope populism. This is somebody's bringing back ropes. (laughs) Remember ropes? (laughs) Remember when we used to do things with ropes? Mm, Rope punk, yeah, I would vote for that. 
first being of pure energy talking about the benefits. There you go. And then robbing a place a cappella. Um, you didn't you didn't write my down my idea about the um the sitcom with the being of pure energy, but that's okay. He's writing it down now. So sitcom where there's a being of pure energy. Yeah, and what was the very last thing that we talked about? Oh, the favorite son, fav- playing favorites. Such a good idea. Such a good idea. Oh. And I got to do this song all by myself. Do 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 So thanks so much for listening. Please buy a copy of Gustav and Henry Volume 2 now available. I recommend dropping by Booktopia. You can pick yourself up a copy. And we love you. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.